Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Please turn with me in the Word of God to the second epistle of Paul to the Corinthians. And at home and or on the job or in the wherever you are, if you're in the vehicle, just make sure you listen audibly and keep your eyes on whatever else you're doing. And uh, the, the word, how many are ready to march? I mean, make your life where every step is victory. Some people don't know we walk by. We don't skip. We might stomp. So get your Bibles, get your, if you, if you have, um, paper. We use hard copy here. It's very reliable. But if you have um, whatever um, digital uh, means, program, look with us. And um, we're going to read, if you will, um, I'm going to have you read um, with me. Just from, um, start with um, first chapter of Second Corinthians, verse 1. And we're going to read through verse 4. Ready? Go. And then, if you will, read on from verse 18 through verse 24. But as God, ready? Go.
Great, wonderful. Hold, hold the Bible above your head. You did great. Synchronize the word together. That's marching. This is the word of God. Not an opinion, not, opinion. Not, tradition, not tradition, not subject to debate. Not subject to debate. He's, alive. He's alive. God said, God said I, believe, I believe, and that settles it. He is who he says he is. He will do what he says he will do. I am who he says I am. I have what he says I have. And as I believe today, I can do what he says I can do. Today, I can do the greatest breakthrough I've ever seen in my life. Now, if you believe it, make a sound that earth will shake. Well, you may be seated. It is very significant and very relevant to the entire body of Christ to remember the calling and the election of the Lord with regards to Saul of Tarsus. Because we see his earthly ministry, we see his close inner circle disciples, we see the three, we see the twelve, we see the seventy, we see the five hundred, we see the multitudes. And then he ascends. So literally after that, the Holy Spirit falls or comes and they Churches birth, 120 of us gathering in that same upper chamber that was furnished for the Lord to receive communion with his disciples. And the churches birthed in power. And immediately we begin steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. It's immediately. That means the apostles' doctrine was already a doctrine. Doctrine is the teaching. How many of us will agree that God's teaching doesn't contradict itself? If it did, it would contradict God. And so when they continued in the apostles' doctrine, that means the entirety of the original body of believers were apostolically inclined. You say, well, what does that mean? Well, the whole church today should know that we're not just passing through, we're sent. We have been born of God to be sent into a world that lies in darkness, that needs somebody to tell them what heaven is saying in the earth, because our Redeemer liveth. Glory be to God. And so when he says, go ye into all the world and make disciples of all nations, he is declaring my body 
is an apostolic body, sent body. That's what the word means, to ascent one. Isn't that wonderful? How many can see the marching? And, uh, and so, so we continued in the apostles' doctrine, breaking of bread, prayers, and fellowship. Those four things were immediate after the Holy Spirit fell. And immediately after the Holy Spirit fell, I mean just immediately, um, St. Peter or Kepha gets up, start preaching, and he just goes doctrinally, one of the best messages you could ever hear. He's not staggering. He's not stumbling. He's not wondering. He's talking about what David said. He's talking about the resurrection. He's talking about not seeing corruption. You know that. But if it would have stopped there and there was no one else that had not seen the Lord raised and touched him physically. If the Lord had not appeared by his sovereignty to respond to his election or act upon his election of Saul of Tarsus. And Paul got his gospel by? Revelation. Shout it. Revelation. And he got his gospel by revelation. And he went and saw Peter. And he went and saw um, James, the Lord's brother. And he went and saw John. And, And just for a few days. And then they heard about his teaching. Of course, he's one of the founders of the church of Antioch. Within, you know, a couple of days journey walk. From Jerusalem. And his doctrine or teaching. Because he was a prophet and what? He's a prophet and teacher. And became an apostle. Was sent out from. So he's a teacher. The word teacher is the word doctor. The word doctor is the small word. Where doctrine comes from. I need to stop. We We need to know. That this was a Jewish rabbi. That, that, that was very angry at the church. He, he thought we were off our rocker. He thought believers were just the worst thing that could ever happen. That He thought we believed in a charlatan named Jesus. And he thought that um, somebody stole his body. Whatever he thought, he thought. Are you listening to me? He was consenting to the martyrdom of Stephen. And he was ready to go to Damascus and, 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 and far off to go drag Christians drag wives, drag whatever, bring them and wreak havoc in the church. But then the Lord appeared to him. Someone shout the Lord. The Lord. Someone shout the word. The Lord. Mm. And and he sees the glory of the Lord and the the glory of the Lord uh, ministers to him. And you know the story how God would go ahead and use Ananias, the one of the uh, saints that was um, believed to be a bishop in Damascus to come and lay hands on him uh, that he might receive his sight and baptize them into the body of Christ. But he got his gospel by? When he brought his revelation to the rest of the ones that walked with Jesus, both revelations were same revelation and it was parallel. That tells me Jesus was saying, I'm not stopping 
I'm not stopping with the ones I walked with physically. I'm going to continue with the ones I'm walking with in my spirit by my presence. This thing is not going to end. It's going to continue. So when I now and you now begin to read uh, the second epistle of Paul to the Corinthians. Notice how he identifies it. This is a formal letter. This is not supposed to fall into wrong hands. If the recipient of this letter is not the person intended for this letter to be read, delete. Is that what it says in the emails? So he identifies himself, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. And he goes on to say, and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all saints um, uh, which are in Achaia. Grace to you. And peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulations. Hold on to your chairs. That we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we are, we ourselves are comforted of God. This word comforter, as we have already heard, is the energization and supernatural ministration activity of the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, the comforter. It is not a comfort based upon uh, understanding what the circumstance is and then telling you to hold on and hang in there in the middle of it. It is beyond that. This is a comfort that comes into what you can't figure out how to solve and puts in your heart a knowing that it is taken care of. That in the middle of trouble, the trouble solver is with you, helping you, comforting you, filling you, endowing you. Glory be to God. I want to stop because child of God, you're living in a world where your adversary is very angry. Now, now see, the, the devil is very angry because he knows he has a short time and he doesn't just hate everybody. He specifically hates people also that are uh, reflections or, uh, you know, uh, carriers of the living word of God. So, so all who live, Godly. shout that word. Godly. Shout. Godly. Notice in Christ Jesus identifies what kind of godly. 
It says, all who live godly in Christ Jesus. That, that I can't come from whatever and say, well, I, I, I kind of consider myself living godly. It's not what he's talking about. It doesn't mean the devil is going to pull any punches. But his target is his most respected foes. The enemy knows that if you know who is with you, you will never back up to any of his lies. So he runs around trying his best to keep the body of Christ believers throughout the centuries distracted by powers that be and opinions and ideologies and sometimes persecutions of your own family members or whatever the case might be. We don't have time to go into A to Z. But all, not some, how many? All. Who live what? So, So in other words, all. Who get up, come to church, sing, and shout, and, 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 and love the Lord, and, 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 and do what you do, and people think you're crazy, you're, you're just emotional, all that. All of those people will experience trouble. So when you experience trouble, don't immediately say, there's something wrong. Immediately say, there is a paraclete. There is a comforter. There is the word. My exousia, there is my dunamis, there is my authority, there is my answer. Glory, 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 glory to God. And and so 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 and and then why? Because it's not that you're sadistic, is that the word? Is that the word? People who, who might enjoy it. Yeah, it's not like you're like, oh, this is great, I'm suffering. <laughs> that's, that's not the point. The point is once you know that, that you have that level of respect from that defeated foe, then you know that it's time to praise the King of glory for what he paid for you, gave for you, supplied for you, aid you with, given you the promises that today is a day of an open door of breakthrough Your loved ones will be saved. Your marriages will be restored. Your health will be recovered. Your youth will be renewed. You'll mount up with wings. You'll run and not be weary. You watch how quick things change. God didn't send you here to have some kind of a new normal. God sent you here to have a supernatural. Let the world hear you today. say that with all love and with all concern about the suffering and the hurting people in the world but not with pity we don't pity their suffering 
because we're called to comfort them with or by the same comfort that we are comforted with and we weren't pitied we were empowered upon what we were empowered uh, the jailhouse broke the chains fell the addiction broke we were empowered Whatever it is, we were empowered. And so we come and we minister to them, sure, with, with, with consideration and, and respect and all of that. But not with powerlessness. With this, by the same comfort wherewith we are comforted. Glory be to God. So this is the Apostle Paul. And he's, now I'm read. I have to read this. And I've said, this is the guy who's guilty of murder. You know, of course it was legal in, in his religion at the time. And, uh, but, <laughs> right? It was legal. The Romans didn't stop him. It was legal. It was an, it was an inner religious matter. Whatever your law says, do it. So they stoned Stephen. That's, he stood there and just watched. So this guy is like wreaked havoc on the church. He should be the last person. He should be the last person to tell you. The Lord comforts us. Gives us all mercies. Su- supplies to us everything we need so that by the same comfort we're comforted with in the tribulation that we're experiencing because we love the Lord and we live godly in Christ Jesus we'll take that same supernatural comfort be able to comfort others by that comfort lift them up out of the dunghill sim among princes lift them out of the place of being bound and bring them into the place of deliverance this, and that, that comfort of the Holy Spirit, the, the paraclete of the Holy Spirit, is an orphanless condition. He said, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. So the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, is here so that you will always be able to acknowledge I'm shepherded, I'm fathered. I'm befriended. I'm surrounded with goodness. I'm protected. I have supply. Uh, There's more with me than there is against me. He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. Always know that he's on your side. And if he's for you, who can be against you? Always know. That's comforting. That's comforting. So now when, when the attacks come... And I'm talking to everybody here. Guys, this is not fiction. This is not fiction. This is Christianity. Glory to God. Don't step up into heaven eternity that way. Let's just get ready and step into eternity this way. Let's let the Lord raise you up to a place of compatibility with this victory on that side. So that over here on this side, you can show the word alive. Hallelujah. I'm sharper than any two edged sword. 
long time from now, right? Isn't that, isn't that right? So I will not leave you orphanless. I will, I, I, I will come to you. And so this, this, uh, this um, comfort that you're going to comfort others with or, or buy is the same comfort or, um, or uh, condolences of God. So that you have that. So you never really have to look forward to a day in the future where you have victory. Let, let me rephrase that. You don't have to think victory is in a day in the future. You have to, you, can, you, you, you don't have to think, well, it's tribulation or it's trouble, right? Therefore, it can't be victory. No, he comforts us in all trouble. So in the middle of whatever it is, I don't know. Is there anybody here that would like some things to go a little better in your life? I don't know if, if anybody has some things, just wave at me. Okay, keep your hand lifted up. You don't have to wait till they manifest as better for you to rejoice in the fact that he's in the middle of it with you, with his ability to energize you. Glory be to God. 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 Hallelujah. And it's for the word's sake. It's for the word's sake. Might be sometimes a word you spoke 10 years ago prophetically. Might be sometimes a word you heard 15 years ago and you believe for that thing. And a little by little, we forgot to put it on the shelf. Then all of a sudden, the enemy gathers his forces and formulates circumstances to try to bash your condition to get you to never remember the reality of the promise that is destined to manifest in your life today. But I've come to tell you, it's breakthrough time. It's marching time. It's praise time. Come on. Come on, saints. You're coming out. You're coming to the house of the Lord. Come on, International Miracle Institute, nationals and internationals. You're coming into the presence of the Lord. Come on, Christian Fish Ministries ministers. You're coming to renew your ordination, apostolic women. You're coming to receive your ordination, saints. You're going to experience debt cancellation. You're going to experience victory. Glory be to God. And you're already doing that, but it's going to be on another level. I love you. All right. You may be seated. Let me let me teach that one point. So so we we give the the uh, Paraclete's ministry. See what I mean? 
that, that wipes away every bit of uh, 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 s sorrow that, it, that is a negative note of defeat and fills us with joy or even tears of joy that have a positive note of assurance. And if somebody doesn't know, they'll look at us from the outside and some of you know what I'm talking about. They'll look at you from the outside and you got positive notes of assurance and they say, those folks are crazy. Because you can't see that surface-wise from the surface. So those who are dependent on the natural can't see that comfort. Yeah, go ahead. I thought a train was coming. Was that a train? I thought it was a little flat. Right? Yeah. I thought, no, that's a little flat. Let him get, let, let him get on the minor chords. <laughs> I'm not being funny, honestly. I, I thought that sounds like a train, so let me help Lamar out, but it was a train. the little engine that could are glad God's not like that. Uh, want me want me to get your mind off that trouble, boy? See, some people don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? It's, it's major pain. Major pain. Yeah. Major pain. <laughs> you want me get you, you want me get your mind off that that, that pain, boy? How many are glad our Lord is not like that? To, to put in context what he said. He starts off with, and you, you got to now think, what is his condition? What is Paul's condition? And he's writing this, right? And he starts with the positivity. 
of his greetings, Timothy, uh, the brother, you know, who was his son in the faith, and um, the targeted or the intended party for that official letter to be delivered to, Corinthians. And um, then he declares peace and declares grace, declares mercies, and all of the things that God supplies. And then he declares comfort and um, comforting who comforts us in the middle of all our trouble or tribulation so that we can also be comforted and be able to comfort others, supernatural comfort, with the same or by the same comfort or with we are comforted. And then he goes on to say, I did not want you to be ignorant. Is it okay if I quote it to you? Can you read the entire um, epistle later? I did not want you to, are your hands on the keys? I did not want you to, to be ignorant to the Corinthians. I didn't want you to be uninformed. This is the apostle Paul. I didn't want you to be uninformed about the trouble that we were in in Asia. Such trouble that was beyond our ability to bear. How many understand he's talking about in the natural? It said, it said it was so pressing that it was beyond our ability to, to bear. As a matter of fact, we got to the point, you'll read it, where we despised or despaired in life. In other words, he was at that end where he, he didn't want to live. It's in that same chapter. And he said, but then... But then we acknowledged the sentence of death in ourselves. What does that mean? He said, okay, we can't do anything about it. So we're going to call we can't dead. And we're going to rely on the one that raises the dead. And he's going to raise in our life the ability. It's right there in the word of God. He said we carried in ourselves the sentence of death to our weaknesses. Death to our, to our persecution. Death to our opposition. Death to our circumstance. Death to the impossibilities that wanted uh, to destroy. And you, Paul wasn't going through just some hard days. You know, Paul went through some stuff. But he's writing to the church and he's saying, I want you to be aware of what we went through. That we came to even despise or despair in life. But, 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 should I stop? Should I, should I have you look at it? Where is it at? Verse 5, for as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, we ourselves, uh, uh, our, our consolation also uh, abounds in Christ. So now, now notice there's a, there's a uh, transaction, 
right? There's a transaction. We trade. We trade through unity with God. What the devil brings against us in the form of sufferings, we hand it over and receive from God the consolation. Are you listening? So, where is it at, Pastor Christie? Verse 8, read it out loud for me. That we were pressed out of measure above strength in so much that we despaired even of life. Is, is that exactly what I just told you? Yes. Okay, now above measure means what? Above the natural measure of our ability to deal with what has been formed against us. The weapon that was formed against us in Asia and the trouble that we went through in Asia... And the strategies that the enemies have brought against us on this missionary journey was so severe that it was above measure to bear. We didn't have the natural, physical, logical, you know, uh, natural ability to deal with it. And it brought us to the point of despairing even of life. Verse 9 says, but we had... The sentence of death in ourselves. That we should not trust in ourselves. But in God which raises the dead. Wait, wait, wait. When the apostle Paul says we have the sentence of death. That means die. You see how those words are not that popular in our circle? <laughs> but he's talking about natural inability. He's talking about natural impossibility. He's talking about everything going wrong. Why? Because he is a spearhead missionary. He's, he's a New Testament pioneer. He's going to not only write this, but he's going to distribute this. God is going to per, 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 preserve his teaching and his writings so that 2,000 years later, men and women can understand what he's talking about. And he says, listen, listen, we, we despised even life. So we carried the sentence of death. Are you listening to me? We, we would not, uh, but, but we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves. So who's dead? Who's the dead? The I can't is dead. The I'm despairing of life is dead. The it's impossible to get out of this situation is dead. The I'm left up to myself is dead. That I need somebody to help me is dead. Hallelujah. Glory. Because we're not limited to that. We're not, he said we're not limited to that. But in God. That. But in God. We should not trust. In ourselves. But in God. Who raises the dead. 
look at me, look at me. To the Apostle Paul, isn't he talking about in your heart and in your mouth? That's the word of faith which we preach. He's saying, I'm going through all this stuff and every bit of it, solically, mentally, physically, financially, in all forms of enmity, can do nothing to stop my divine call. So I go ahead. Are you listening to me? Even though I'm despairing of life, I, I declare the sentence of death over the weakness and God over the solution, death over the impossibility, and God over my life. And he's writing it. He's writing it. Why? Because it is the God who raises from the dead. What kind of power? The kind of power he wrought in Christ when he raised them from the dead and set him at his own right hand. What kind of power you got? Raised them from the dead. Raised them. Raised them. You're being raised above everything that is opposing. You've been raised above everything that is lying to you. You've been raised above everything that has targeted you or persecuted you. God is raising you up. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now you, you call that sentence... Uh, guillotine that thing today guillotine that thing you know just that thing are you listening to me and why because the resurrection of the God who raises the dead will be your succurrence will be your aid will be your help the stuff that you went through they're behind you the oppositions are over for you now there is a door that is going to open I feel in my spirit right now there are some people who have been believing for some very very significant things to happen and it's delayed and taken a long time but the Lord today is speaking into your spirit into your soul and you're getting closer and closer to the place of accepting that today is a day when you can put an amen on that thing for the glory of God. That's what he did, right? You may be seated. I, I won't take long. You guys are able to read what the apostle Paul went through in Asia and how severe it was. And he's writing in consolation. Resurrection from the dead. Delivered us from a great death. Verse 10. And does deliver us. In whom we trust. That he will yet deliver us. He delivered us. He's delivering us. And he will deliver us. <laughs> he saved us. He's saving us. 
and he will save us. Hallelujah. Powerful? Should I stop? So if, if you recall, the apostle goes on and, and, and he says, this is, this is actually, if you read later in, in 2nd Corinthians, you will see this is going to be when he comes to see them. And he, remember, he says, I wanted to see you to pass through and go uh, back and then pass through again and then go through Judea. You remember we read that last week. How many remember? So, there's two, so he had been with them before. And he promised to come and see them again. And when he said to them that when we said that, did we say it lightly? Did, this, did we say it according to our flesh? Did we say it because our promises to come see you are yay, yay, nay, nay? Right? No, that wasn't, that wasn't the reason. He tells us at the end of the same epistle, I spared you. I, 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 I didn't come because I spared you. I don't know if you can handle it. See, he had told them in, in previously, you have some people, and, and, a, and a very important, very, very significant um, individual in your church that is really uh, living in debauchery, very, very terrible for the rest of the saints, and, and uh, let those in the first epistle, let those who are spiritual among you restore them. And... In, in the first chapter of the second epistle, he tells them why he didn't come when he said he would come. But you get to the end of the chapter, the, the end of the epistle, and, and he says, uh, and he says, now I'm going to come, and this will be the third time. So, because in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. I didn't come because I wanted to spare you. I didn't come in the spiritual mode that I was in based on the fact that you hadn't done what I directed you to do. So I put my faith in the fact that in faith you stand. You see, if you can only last as long as your leader is in front of you, you're not ready yet to be a witness for the king. I'm going to stop. I said, we are, we are, we owe it to God. To help you know that absent in the body is still present by the spirit to your life. Glory be to God. You ready? But as God is true, verse 18. Our word toward you was not yea and nay. But the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by Timotheus and Silvanus, and, and me and Timotheus, uh, Timotheus and Silvanus, was not um, yea and nay, but, uh, 
in him was yea. For all the promises of God, what? Are what? And what? In him what? Now notice, Jesus Christ who was preached among you. Not preached about. Jesus Christ, the Son of God who was preached among you. Even by me and Timotheus and Silvanos. Right? Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we... Okay, who was preached among you. What does that make the word? The word. The word. The word. Are you listening to me? The deposit we preached to you was not a yea and no deposit. It's not a sometimes and a maybe deposit. Because he's the person that is faithful. That promises and performs. Hallelujah. It's ever ready to watch and hasten over his word. To perform it. Glory be to God. That's why I have no problem today. Accepting the fact. That there's going to be testimonies. On the right and on the left. Coming from men and women. That are in this visitation. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the banks can't do it. When the doctors can't do it. When the relatives won't do it. When the job can't do it, when the nations can't do it, when humanity can't do it, if God be for us, who can be against us? I know that there is a victory in the house of the Lord here and around the world. I hear, I hear synchronization to a spiritual marching order. We're carrying the anointing and the remedy to the people of the world. Do you love me? Yes. For all the promises of God in him are yea, in him amen, to the glory of God by us. Now he which is he which establisheth us. Hit someone. <laughs> okay, let's ho- hold off on. No, isn't that true? The, the, what I mean is it, it is the same writer the same man just said we despaired of life itself but then he showed us what he did why so we can know what to do so we had the sentence of death to everything that says I can't I don't have the strength I, this and that or the God is not this won't work. It's just talk. It's all of that garbage. No, no, no. There's a sentence on that. Guillotine that sucker. He hadn't, he had, hadn't even finished the chapter after severe tribulation in Asia before he said, God establishes us. We're steadfast. We're unmovable. We're established. 
We're impillared. We're not going anywhere. There is no defeat for us. There's victory 100% of the time for every one of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your best days are not behind you. You have not seen the best in God yet. Now he which establishes together with you um, is Christ and hath anointed us in Christ and hath anointed us is God. Who? Who has also sealed us and given us the earnest or the deposit or the down payment of the spirit in our hearts. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Sagatum bambande kienemasha. Reba kieto terilemande kaya. Moreover, I call God, that's almost like an oath. Before God. Moreover, I call God. I mean, I call God as a witness. Can you see that? Yes. Moreover, I call God for a record upon my soul that to spare you, I came not yet unto Corinth. Not for that we have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your joy. For by faith you stand. So we said, yea, we're coming. And then we found out that nay, you didn't fix things in your house. So we stayed with a yay, but we did not come to you to prove that in your joy and in your faith, you can stand regardless of what is opposing you or coming against you. And when we come, we will come with a good note of praise and a good note of revelation for your life. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jump up to your feet, lift your hands to the Lord. And shout out loud, I'm a believer. A child of the living God. My God, my heavenly Father has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenlies in Christ. Today, this word, the living word, creative word, victorious word, performing word is received today. I declare a sentence of death over fear, over negativity, over doubt, over unbelief, over condemnation, over guilt. I say no, I will not be ruled by any of these carnal, outward oppositions to my call. And I believe in the power of the living God who lives in me and raises from the dead. 
He's raising my vision. He's raising my commission. He's raising my consolation. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now, if you believe it, shout about it. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouch Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.